It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance and markets and these days, COVID. It's the 30th of November, the final day of the month. I'm Nadine Blaney, David Scott. Things changed, you know, pretty much as the Australian markets were closing. Yeah, headline risk driven by media, uh, talking about uh, no concerns with the uh, new variant, uh, Black Clockwork. Yeah, well, Moderna has apparently given an interview uh, with the Financial Times saying that the current vaccines will struggle with Omicron and uh, that's all it takes, right? That's all it takes to send energy markets reeling, FX responding. Uh, We've got markets in China, which were already coming under pressure coming under more pressure, but we've got the Aussie dollar now at a one-year low of 71.05. U.S. crude futures falling more than a dollar. Brent crude down by more than a dollar. But you better not take your eyes off these screens while we've got a headline-driven market. Yeah, I'll just point out that uh, it's really early days. It's only one ma- uh, vaccine manufacturer, and we still don't have any really indication about the symptoms that accompany uh, Omicron. But uh, regardless, uh, this is the, uh, the issue that I wrote about in my view yesterday, and it can go and lead to real-world uh, situation when it comes to borders. We heard today about what Hong Kong is doing, uh, shutting down uh, to outside uh, no visitors for uh, the foreseeable future to go and combat this particular variant. Who knows where this will end up? Who knows? I mean, there's no point really in speculating any further from that. Correct. Um, You know, and this interview, which I have not read, admittedly, in Mm. detail, because we're recording this podcast literally as this is all happening. I mean, what the word was from Moderna and Pfizer overnight was that uh, vaccines should be able to cope with this new variant. We needed a couple of weeks to know. So, Uh again, I mean, what context were these comments made in? What context was the headline written in? And why was it released just before the European Open when the most liquidity comes into the market? That's another one of those questions that I ponder in my head. All right. Well, we will continue to digest this impact on the market. So by the end of it all, the session closed up two-tenths of a percent. Now, it could have been worse, yes, but it could have been a lot better. I mean, just mere minutes before we were looking at more significant gains for Australian equities. Yeah, things can change really quickly at the moment. And uh, pretty much what we're thinking about, what we'll be talking about in this podcast has been almost instantaneously changed in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't go and speculate about the, the other aspects of the uh, this new variant. Uh, so this is what we're dealing with. Though, and it's going to be like this for quite some time. Most of our guests have come on the program and said there's going to be volatility for a while. Uh, we're coming to a seasonally very low liquidity period as well. So we could get expected uh, to see more of this as we head into the month of December. Sure can. All right. Well, let's just focus on some good share price performances coming through. Collins Food, we're looking at you. We've got an interview with the CEO up on the website. Shares closing up by close to 12%. Speaking of Europe, European growth prospects really helping to move that share price today. 
Uh, also, uh, one of the winners, as far as the market goes today, Credit Corp. And that is after it purchased radio rentals from Thorn Group. So uh, we've got a call in with the company. I'm hoping we'll get a chance to chat with them for the first time, actually, on Ausbiz uh, early tomorrow morning. Uh, on the flip side, though, Scotty, some of the big market moves coming through in... Um, yeah, some of those companies holding AGM, Nuix. I'm looking at you. A pretty poor market reaction <laughs> to the update coming That's from so the company. P- so polite. Yeah, uh, look, down by more than 12%. I mean, yeah, the question is, downgrade cycle, when does it end? And in fact, that was the stock of the day. So we put the question to Gary Glover from Novus Capital and Howard Coleman from Team Invest because when is when is there, or if ever, there will be a time to buy Nuix? Let's listen. Yeah, some of these tech stocks, it's, 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 you know, tech can be, it's not always everlasting, you know, so yeah. someone can come and supersede you. So, um, yeah, things can change yeah. pretty rapidly. With ASIC investigating it, with some shareholders suing other shareholders, which is what class actions really boil down to, why would anybody want to touch it at this stage would be my attitude. So that is not not going into the Osbiz portfolio. Yeah, that uh, long short fund would have been good <laughs> back in the day. But yeah, what a, what a car crash. Honestly, it's a car crash. And interesting, you know, Mark Gardner from Macro was joining us in the panel mm-hmm. at 3 o'clock uh, this afternoon. And I had some really good insights as to know potentially where it goes from here because the the PR, the public perception of this company is becoming so bad that maybe there might be someone who just comes in, swoops and takes the actual proprietary technology underneath the hood and and takes it and uses it because the technology itself, I think everyone kind of agrees that no, it actually makes sense, but trying to sell it under that uh, that branding, oh, it's going to be problematic. Yeah, he said basically it's even past a rebrand. <laughs> There's not even a rebrand <laughs> opportunity yeah. there. Uh, look, we had a few great conversations to end the day, one on India, opportunities there with a couple of IPOs today, one of which was Winsome Resources. So listed on the ASX, Hard Rock, I like that, just like saying that, Hard Rock Lithium Assets in Quebec, in Canada, mm. talking up its uh, proximity to the North American markets, but, you know, has its sights set on bigger things as well. And we had a chance to chat with the MD Chris Evans. Yeah. really Hot inter- space. It's a really hot space. A lot of speculation in that space as well. Uh, look, really good start for the company. I'll be paying pretty close attention to how it performs longer term. Uh, still in the exploration phase at this point in time. Uh, so don't uh, jump the gun when it comes to production and the like, but certainly a lot of optimism in early days. Good uh, interview you can listen to via the show notes with Luke Larative. Um Talking about 10 baggers, but, you know, they're not always being as, as good as they may seem. That's sometimes boring. Is good. You'd, you'd agree, wouldn't you, Scotty? I think I'm pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> Whether that makes me good or not is probably uh, questionable. Uh, listen, uh, we'll take you as you are. How about that? Fair enough. Now, tomorrow, well, let's talk tonight before we get to tomorrow, shall we? Because we have um, plenty in the way of Fed speak that we will no doubt be digesting, all of which will be colored by Omicron and COVID and expectations there. So we get testimony by Fed Chair Powell again. We will hear from Treasury Secretary Yellen on that Senate panel on the CARES Act relief. We get New York Fed President Williams talking to a food and security event. Uh, Clarida in Cleveland, Fed President Mester will then discuss Fed independence, foundations, and responsibilities. Independence. Yeah. Okay. That'll be an interesting topic. We've got manufacturing data coming from the Chicago PMI, and we'll get a read and on consumer confidence 
in November. So plenty, yeah, again to digest, but it's just, it's all going to be overshadowed by what happens um, in terms of commentary around the virus. Yeah, the, uh, the debt ceiling in the States as well hasn't been resolved. No yeah, one's, no one's talking about that because there's a bit else on the plate at the moment, but that's something that I'm sure Yellen will go and touch upon. And uh, Jay Powell, Jay Powell, well, yippee yo, yippee yay, he's going to be pushing back mm-hmm. against hawkish pricing. I can just see it now. He's going to be using Omicron as an optionality to go and get out of you now having to go and uh, taper faster and push those inflation concerns to the side. We've already seen uh, the pre-release. I expect he's going to go hammer and tong with those politicians. We are going to have Kenny Polcari from State Slatestone on tomorrow morning. He will be having conniptions if there is hype over Omicron. And he will be having conniptions likely about whatever comes out of Powell's mouth as well. Yeah, whereas I'm boring, he's excitable. He is definitely excitable and always tells it how he sees it, at least. Now, uh, we'll be chatting as well with Kyle Rada, IG. He's in Sydney this week, so we'll actually get to see him in the studio again. And uh, later on, we had Ioneer. So again, that is in a pretty hot area of the market. Mm -hmm. Uh, Updating at a Macquarie conference today, and they're going to come in and do the same for us tomorrow, for us and for you, of course. Uh, Look, there's a lot happening tomorrow in terms of guests. I won't give them all away. We do hope that you can... Uh, tune in and stay with us. It's also the start of our Ausbiz Advent Calendar series, so you'll be able to find out what some of our our regular stock picking guests will be putting in stockings this Christmas. Get your pen and paper handy, or maybe your mobile phone device. That's how it's done nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. Welcome to the world, Scuddy. Do you know Scuddy's not on Instagram? Yeah. Well, you spend so much time on Twitter. You don't have time for multiple social yeah, media. Yeah, I just can't get into Instagram. So many photos. They're pretty. Anyhow, uh, okay, so what else is happening tomorrow? What's on the economic front tomorrow? PMI Wednesday. Oh, and that little thing called the uh, D- GDP. GDP? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, look, how much stock do we put into this GDP read considering, well, considering all of which we've talked about at nauseum? Well, Annette would disagree with me, I'm sure, but uh, I reckon two tenths of nothing to go and borrow a phrase that I used yesterday. Uh, apart from maybe uh, the household savings ratio to go and give us uh, the, the ability to thrust spending higher when we're re- releasing the shackles of lockdowns, and hopefully that's going to remain the case for the foreseeable future. Uh, but for the rest of the report, it's just old news. It's a new world. We've got new, new challenges, new opportunities. So it's going to be very difficult for me to get excited about that report come 11.30 tomorrow. Okay. Maybe maybe the PMIs might have a little bit more information to digest about I know what the future holds. Well, I think that's probably an appropriate note to leave it on. What does the future hold? Will borders remain open? State borders? International borders? We already know that we're delaying bringing in international students and migrants, um, migrant workers, I should say, into the country. There is an election coming up. There are politicians that are going to want to be seen to doing the right thing, the big thing, you know, for for this country. Um, we're talking about uh, potential May election timetable now. So that's all going to get interesting as well. I mean, I'm, you know me, I'm pretty optimistic. Yeah. I'm just feeling a bit fatigued by it all. Yeah, I th- you're not, not alone there. Uh, if any policymakers are actually out there who've got the, uh, the ability to go and make those decisions when it comes to the borders, just remember that there's so many people around this country who have failed to go and spend Christmas with their loved ones for not only last year, but no years now. Uh, and you've got to put that in consideration. The mental health aspect is just one side of the equation. Please make the decision based on science, not on uh, 
uh, political polling. All right. So GDP tomorrow. Uh, look, the ASX again, just to reiterate, tra trading well over 1% for most of the day, around about that level anyways. Ended up two-tenths of a percent. We'll take it, 7,256. But as we mentioned, literally, as we speak, we're watching a lot of um, financial markets really get hit by the reports coming from the Moderna CEO in the FT saying that that the vaccines may struggle with this new variant. We will We'll see. We'll see. And, we're you know, obviously health comes, health outcomes are obviously still front of mind. I mean, it's not all about the markets or anything else, but here's hoping. Yeah, that's all we can do for the time being. Hopefully, no better day tomorrow. See you, Scotty. Bye.